listeners and viewers to another week of Deducation, your favorite podcast in all of the podcast universe. I'm one of your hosts, Mike. <laughs> and I'm the other one, Courtney. And we are back to talk about my pick this week, which also doubles as a scratch off off the poster. We're talking about Toby Hooper's original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. Which is kind of confusing because the poster says the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But the title is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but they separate chain and saw. And so <laughs> I fixed that on the server so it'd be yeah. easier for you to find. Because you type in Texas Chainsaw, the sequel pops up. Oh, okay. Because it was treating it as two separate words. So I changed it to one word so it'd be easier to find for me. And I've got a thing, like if I'm looking at a catalog of things... If the sequels aren't in the same group as the prequels, it drives yeah. me nuts. Like, for instance, all the Halloween movies are Halloween. Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween 3, Halloween 4. Friday the 13th, you get to Friday the 13th, then 2, 3, 4, 5. But then they start throwing things like Jason Lives, Friday the 13th, Part 6. Well, that's going to be under J. Yeah. And I'm like, not mm, with, yeah. no, that's not how this works. It, it's just a, they it, should just be yes. all together. The only thing making them come next should be the numbers. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm a little OCD about that. It just drives me nuts. So I, when I add movies to the catalog, if they don't shuffle in there, I'll go in and actually like change the title, yeah, like the it. official title to like, no, you're Friday the 13th part six. You know, cause I part nine is like, Jason goes to hell the final Friday. Like Friday the 13th is not even the title. Nope. It is now like I, right. I need, <laughs> I need it to be in sequential order. So uh, no, we're not here though to talk about all of my OCD categorical things. We're here to talk about the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, it's, it's deemed as like Toby Hooper's masterpiece right out of the gate. Dude nails it. Uh, tiny budget, huge results. And one of the most brutal and influential horror films uh, out there gets a lot of credit. A lot, a lot of credit. Uh, and we're going to get into it. This movie kicks off with a, a little disclaimer by a Mr. John Larroquette, a person you have no idea who it is. But he, um, he plays a lawyer in the original Night Court television show. Uh, and so just a little fun fact. It's like John Larroquette's doing the voiceovers of this movie. Uh, but we start with... Um, this this unique kind of like opening titles, but then we hear like old timey camera flashes and 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 what we see is like close up pictures of mutilated body parts. Yeah, hands, teeth, you know, gums, the whole nine yards. And really, what's happened is like a grave robber um, had like desecrated all of these you know burials in the cemetery. And creates this kind of dead, decaying, statuesque figure. Um, and it, it really it's nothing to do with the movie at all. No. Other than just being right in your face, right out of the gate. Like, title sequence, first thing you see is this yeah. very realistic-looking, rotting corpse in a cemetery, positioned almost like a totem of mm -hmm. sorts. And that's what we're dealing with in this movie. Uh you know, right out of the gate, it's it's not safe. It's definitely not safe. Um, cut to a van, and we meet our five 
victims. I mean, it's yeah. a horror, it's a horror film. Let's not cut to the chase. We we meet our five victims of this of this tale. Uh, Sally's the only one who really matters. The others all have names, but they they're they don't matter. The right. reason I mentioned Sally is because Sally's your final girl. Um, and these five are very hippie-ish. These five are driving their like VW van. Uh, they're headed to, they're in Texas, of course, hence the title. But they're headed to um, like the, like this old, like Sally and Franklin's grandpa used to live down in that area. And so they're headed to basically go check out like their ancestral home kind of thing. Yeah. They stop at the cemetery that we'd mentioned before to check on the grave. Grandpa's grave is fine. Um, you know, we just get a little bit of backstory. Oh, look, there's the slaughterhouse grandpa used to work with. You know, Franklin's going into detail about how they would slaughter these cows with just this yeah. just this metal bolt that just right into the brain, right through the skull. Um, Franklin is, he's handicapped in a wheelchair. And you could tell the only reason he gets to be with them is because of Sally. Yeah. Because nobody likes Franklin. And yeah. I don't blame him. Franklin's obnoxious. He is. He um, is. And so everything's all easy peasy right out of the gate. Everybody's just having a good old time. Grandpa's grave's fine. Let's head there. You know what? Let's pick up a hitchhiker. Yeah, because why not? It's it's the 70s. You can pick up hitchhikers in the 70s. How else were you going to get across the country? Yeah, it's, this hitchhiker is weird. This hitchhiker was weird before he even got in yeah. the van. Like, th to look at this yeah. guy, like, there's, I'm not saying you should, don't ever pick up a hitchhiker. I mean. Hey, sometimes it's okay. I have been a hitchhiker. I think we've talked about this on here. You have. I'm not, well, yeah, but just because you were okay didn't mean it was okay to pick you yeah. up. Now, if you're driving and you recognize the person and you know them and have a comfort level, I whatever, you're giving them a ride. Um, you know, but this dude was just messed up. <laughs> yeah, he um, looked like, yeah. Like, I mean, in today's society, he definitely would have been a meth tweaker. Like, oh, no doubt sure. about it. Um, So they pick up this hitchhiker who, at first, he, he seems... He's odd, mm -hmm. but he's not dangerous. Yeah, like he's just an odd guy, which just is Just a fine. local. And he's like, yeah. yeah, my family, you know, my family does, you know, animal slaughter. Like, mm -hmm. but that's what you do. They were just talking I'll, about I'll show you some pictures. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he even offers to take a picture of them. So he does. He takes a picture of them. And, uh, and then he wants them to buy it from him. Yeah, $2. Yeah. Which they're like, no, which... I don't blame him. Like I yeah, didn't, I didn't give you like, if you can take a I picture. Didn't ask you to yeah. Take I didn't it. take you. I didn't ask you. you. Wanted to. And, uh, and so that's really when this guy goes kind of berserk. Yeah. Because they refused to give him $2. He, uh, at one, I, he cuts, he leans out, he pulls out a straight yeah. razor and cuts Franklin in the arm. Um, cuts himself. Like there's a lot of blood, but not like gory. But it's just really gross. At one point, yeah. he like he like takes their picture and like put starts it on fire and like wraps it in tin foil, drips blood. They kick him out. Obviously, they yeah. kick him out of the van. He's smearing his blood all over the side of this van. 
Um, like chasing after yeah, it. Yeah, which, off. which <laughs> I know that they did it for movie filming purposes, but how slowly does your van leave from a dead stop? Well, and my thing is, like, it left extremely slowly later on when you saw the little thing symbol that he yeah. drew. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like you kicked him out, and then of course the camera's on the inside of the van looking out at him. And and it, the only thing I'll give it is if they had to wait to merge onto traffic. Yeah. You know, but even but that, they just, didn't. But even that speed away on the on the shoulder, yeah, just get yeah. out of this, get out of his his area. Um, and so yeah, he's basically marked the van. Um, for reasons outside of we don't really know. Uh. They take off and they're fine. They're fine. So they pull up to a gas station. Gas station. Actually, one of the funnier scenes in the movie. There's not much humor in this movie, but I liked it. They pull to the gas station and they're talking to the old man. Um, and there's a younger guy that brings out like, like a mop bucket almost. And he starts washing their windshield. And he's washing their windshield while the old man is talking to him. And then when the old man turns to walk away, he just stops washing the windshield in the middle of it and walks away. But then they ask the old man a question. So he turns around and comes back to the van. So then the windshield guy also turns around, comes back and starts cleaning the windshield again. I don't know why it cracks me up, but it, <laughs> but it does. Um, but if they stop to get fuel, of course, there's no fuel. You know. Go figure. Yeah, there's no fuel. And this guy, he sells barbecue right out of his gas station. You know, homemade barbecue. No fuel. So that, you know, they're, well, because they're not out of gas. They're just low on gas. Yeah. So he's told him, you know, gas, gas truck will be here this afternoon. Like, you just want to hang out, mm -hmm. you know, so that's what they decide to do. And they go exploring. And they find a, they find the old house. Yes. Right. They, they find the hardesty home. Um, and because they, they're, they're just exploring, push I can't imagine it was easy pushing Franklin in that wheelchair through, right through all of this because terrain. He's a heavier set. He's a big as boy. Well. Yeah. So yeah, they find the they abandoned house. Then you know, they all go upstairs looking around. Of course, Franklin's left downstairs. He's blowing yeah. raspberries because he's so angry. Like it's uh, they're just killing time. Really, mm -hmm. a couple of them leave to go swimming. You know, they go down to, you know, they find a watering hole. They're just going to go kill some time. Um, and they find, they find a house, another house. And this house is, they come across some generators. And because they have generators, they know they have gas. Mm -hmm. So they're like, hey, I got an idea. Let's, let's go, you know, if there must be home because generators are running. Let's go see if we can get some gas from them. And uh, Kirk goes in the house. And everything's fine. Like, yeah, we, we get a little silence of the lambs. Yeah, type. Kirk, yeah, um, Kirk, Kirk, Kirk meets the owner. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not fine. <laughs> not remotely because this guy is wearing a female made mask. Well, out of well like you said, at first, Kirk kind of tours the house. Yeah, um, and he's finding bones. But not just bones. He's finding like, like art made of these bones. Yeah. Like it's very disturbing. All of the bones and stretched skin. Like it's like, it yeah. should have been your absolutely first clue. 
to leave. Yes, please turn around and exit the building. Quickly and quietly, get out of here. Mm-hmm. But nope. Nope. Not Kirk. Nope. He comes across a uh, an open door that doesn't really know where it goes and checks out the store. He's, he's still looking for the owner. And out steps Leatherface <laughs> and has a sledgehammer, bashes him in the head, kills him instantly, just drops him um, and picks him up and takes him back into that room and slams shut the metal door. Like, it's it's just awesome. Like, yeah, <laughs> a, as a as a reveal, there's no scary music. There's no beat that is like letting you know danger is imminent. It's just hello, and then you see this hulking man, and that's it. That's it for Kirk. Pam, also waiting for Kirk to come back. Um, I guess I got to mix it up. Pam goes in the house. She's the one that finds. She's the one that sees all the bones and you know, human and animal. Um. And again, she she does have the right idea to leave. Yeah. But Leatherface knows she's there. And one of the most brutal scenes from this movie. Yeah. Um, she He sli- slams that door open. She takes off running. He chases her down on the front porch. Mm. Broad daylight. And also, yeah. you don't see this very often in horror films. Just broad daylight horror. No. She's trying to jump off the front porch. She basically grabs her out of midair. She's flailing her arms and legs, and he just pulls her back inside, um, drags her into that room. She's still, like, screaming and fighting, and you know it's coming before he does it. Yeah. The way the camera's set up, they've got they've got the doorway in the background as Leatherface is bringing Pam into the room, and you've got a meat hook hanging in the foreground and he just we've seen something similar to this in silent night deadly night when the santa figure like took leanna quigley and put her up on the antlers but that wasn't as brutal as this is yeah because and if you don't know what a meat hook like looks like it is like a gigantic fishing hook yeah it's it's what it is like and it's made to hold thousands of pounds of meat yeah and he just (laughs) Picks her up, still fighting and screaming, oh. and just, just, yeah, it just hangs her on it yeah. like a Christmas ornament. And of course, she immediately reacts like one would, just oh, you know, like, mm-hmm. and then he just goes back to work, like because mm-hmm. he's working on Kurt, like he's working. He's not, and and this is this is where a lot of this movie really blurs the line because yes, these yes, Leatherface, and as we eventually find out, his family are absolutely terrible, horrific people. But this came to their doorstep. Right. And, like, the way that they function, like, this is just life for yeah. them. Yeah. This is this is their... Yeah. You, you invaded their home. Yeah. I mean, and they did. Like, the, the, the five young people... Mm-hmm. I mean, now, it's, nobody knocked. It's not like they no. even knocked and was like, yeah, "Hey, can we get some gas?" Like, 
They found them in their house. Well, who would not freak out if right. you you were just you just <laughs> came on a bad day? Yeah, <laughs> like, you did. You came on the day they needed to eat. Yeah, so. Kirk, Kirk and Pam definitely are in the yeah. wrong. Now, what happened to them is not good. <laughs> but right? They they definitely they trespass. They're in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, just hangs her on that meat hook. And while it was brutal, I will not say it was the most disgusting scene of the movie. No, no. So hangs her on that meat hook, and then he goes and grabs a chainsaw. Mm-hmm. And because Pam's not dead, she's no, just she's just wounded. She's just very violently <laughs> wounded. Because again, it's 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 not like a horror, like you're like straight up slasher film where this hook went all the way through her. Yeah, which makes it even. Mm-hmm. even more horrible in my opinion because it's not like she was like impaled and gutted and you see like no he just hung, so you know that the inside of this meat hook is inside of her mm-hmm. she's literally hanging from it it's probably tearing as her weight is coming down um you know and then who knows what I mean, how who, who else has been hung yeah. on this thing what yeah. else has been hung on this thing you know they don't clean it um and then, yeah, Leatherface, which he's never known as Leatherface in this movie. Um, but Leatherface grabs the chainsaw, fires it up, and starts cutting Kirk up right there in front of Pam. Like, she's, like, what just happened to her was horrific, but what's happening now in front of her and her, it's like, yeah. oh, my, like, I'm in, I know I'm in trouble. about it. And it's like, if you move, I mean, it's going right. to hurt you yeah. physically even more. So it's like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah, yeah. enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's nighttime. Yeah, and we've got Jerry. Yeah, whom is looking for Pam and Kirk. Yeah. So he just again goes on into the house. Right. And he, again, he kind of discovered it like they discovered it. Yeah. Um, finds her just twitching. Yeah, yeah. Because he goes into he goes into the the, the slaughter room. Yeah. Um. And, of course, Leatherface isn't in there. And so he's looking around very unsure of himself. But then, like you said, the, the, like the box freezer, the chest freezer starts kind of shaking. Yeah. And then, again, I would have just run. <laughs> like, yeah. But nope, nope. Jerry's going to check it out. Because I don't know if anyone else has a deep freeze, but ours doesn't move. <laughs> not on its own. <laughs> yeah, he opens the lid. And Pam, who's not dead, but is clearly yeah, been in this chest freezer for a while. Like she sits up and just spasms. Like again, it's really gross. And that was enough to bring Leatherface back into the room. Mm-hmm. And he offs Jerry with a hammer. Yeah. Just one. And the thing, like the kills in this are immediate. Yes. Like they are, they are done by a person who has done this before. Yeah. These are like one swing of the hammer, you're dead. Mm-hmm. And they're not even like a sledgehammer as much as it's just like a... Right, a hammer. Just, just like what you like pound tenderloins with. Yes. You know, um, but he knows where to hit because these people just drop. And then kills him and then slams Pam back into the freezer. Like, it's like, quit <laughs> quit interrupting my operation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, trying to work here. So we're now left to Sally and Franklin. Okay. I mean, Leatherface has dispatched these other three in like record yeah. time. We're left with the hardesties, Sally and Franklin, which again, 
Sally, blonde, not overly big, you know, and strong. Franklin, invalid, wheelchair-bound, heavy. Um, and they're headed towards the house. Because, again, it's the only other house in the area. Yeah. So they're headed towards that house in the cover of night. Um, they come across some tall grasses. And this is the first time Leatherface has really been on the attack. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's killed three people already, but all three people were in his house. Yes. Um, to where it's like, you just, you don't go in the house. <laughs> right. You and know? I mean, one of these, like, they're trying to find the keys for the van. They're yeah. honking, like, let's just go. And right. I don't remember who was, but it doesn't matter. But it's like, one of the siblings is like, let's go. And the other is like, no, we have to wait. Like, we have to find yeah. them. And it's like, okay, no, then don't. just... Lock yourself in the van then or something. Right. Like, yeah. just, you don't have to go in the house. Again, like, if there's generators, you know someone's there, so don't. Right. Especially when Franklin's in a wheelchair. Like, yeah. you have to push him. And uh, not for much longer, though, because they come across That's this tall right. grass. And Leatherface pops out of nowhere and basically ambushes him with the yeah. quietest yet fastest starting yeah. chainsaw ever. Mm-hmm. Um Quick, quick aside here. Growing up as a junior high, and my hometown had a there was a haunted barn outside of town. Um, oh, I can't think of the name of the like the like the tale, but um, there was a haunted barn outside of outside of town. And one night in junior high, we we're all staying at a friend's house, and the dad was like, "We'll take you out Buford's barn." That's what it was, Buford's barn. We're gonna take you guys out to Buford's barn. And I'm not kidding. There's probably seven of us. Like, we're in two vehicles. We head out to Buford's barn. It's, like, 10 o'clock at night. Like, we're all way too cool, but we're all just scared to death. And we're walking up to Buford's barn, single file. I mean, and it's just this dilapidated old barn. Like, nobody used it for anything, but it was... Nobody knocked it down either. And, uh... We're walking all up and we're going to go in one at a time. I don't remember where I was in line, but I knew I was near the end. And we <laughs> we step up and the first kid stepped into the barn and a chainsaw fired up. Ah! And everybody takes off running. I remember I turned around so fast I tripped over my feet. And... I'm laying there and I, when I hop back up, like I turn her over to hop back up and the guy was standing like almost right over me, firing up this chainsaw. I got a, I was easily the biggest guy in the group. Somehow, despite falling down, I still was like second one back to the truck. Everybody else scattered. I get back to the truck. The kid in front of me, he gets back to the truck and someone jumps out from behind the truck in like a werewolf mask. Oh, oh my gosh. This kid just like I it was impressive. I know I'm probably exaggerating, but the way my memory is, it's like <laughs> this he just is how you remember like flat footed just jumped straight up into the back <laughs> of the truck and just cowered. I remember I think I jumped in the cab of the truck and locked the doors. It was just like we were almost all in tears. Of course it was all set up. The dad had a couple of his buddies out there, but um yeah. Even that, it was almost a giveaway because the guy had to, like, pull the chain twice, like, pull the streak twice to get the chainsaw yeah. to fire up. But Leatherface here, just one rip. That, His, yeah. Yeah. It, 
Maybe it was electric start. I don't know. But I mean, <laughs> hey, they don't make things now like they used to. No, so. no, not at all. So, uh, yeah, he just Sally's pushing Franklin. Leatherface comes out right in front of Franklin, fires up this chainsaw, and then it's to me it's scarier because we don't see it. Yeah. But we're seeing from behind Franklin as Leatherface is just carving him up with this chainsaw. We never see Franklin's chest, so we don't actually see the damage done. But even when Franklin dies and he stops, like, wailing and fighting, like, Leatherface is still just going to town. Yeah. On this corpse in a wheelchair. Giving Sally time to run. Okay? Yeah. Um, Which is good. So he's chasing Sally. He made up the ground really quick on her. Uh, chases her into the house. She runs in. She kind of locks things up the best she can. She runs upstairs. And she she finds two very old people. Both of them seem dead. The woman definitely is. Like, she's rotting. Yeah. It's basically grandma and grandpa. Yeah. Of this clan. And they're just left for dead. Um, Leatherface... Cuts down the door to get inside. Gets upstairs. Sally jumps out the window. Like, no no hesitation even. Which, kudos to her. You know, you see horror, horror females now will turn around and they'll try to, like, try to talk down the slasher, you know. Or they'll try to hesitate and get scared. No, she just, I'm out of here. <laughs> just jumps through this window. Um, Leatherface comes back downstairs. Chases her all the way to... Um, to the gas station. Yeah. And thankfully, she meets a nice guy there. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, she, come on in. Like, he protects right. her. Yeah. For a little Get, bit. Gets all the way to the gas station. He Leatherface stops chasing. Like, it's all well and good. You know, yeah. she's sitting there. You got to call the police. And, you know, she's noticing, like, he's barbecuing some food. Like, you, it seems, at least for a moment, yeah, things are okay. Yes. And then he gets out a burlap bag and a rope. <laughs> yeah, and like, don't worry, don't worry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, be- beats her with a broom. Yeah. Just to because su- she she gets like a knife looking th- something. Yeah. yeah she and yeah she then, grabs yeah, he, like, whatever yeah, yeah like this large meat slicer this yeah. meat knife or whatever. But yeah, knocks that out of her hand. Um, you know, gets her tied up and you know kind of bound, and puts her in the truck. And it's mm-hmm. this, he might be my favorite character because even when he's about to pull away, he realizes yeah. he left the light on. Like, like yeah. he's got his priorities. Like, yes, you know, um, energy's expensive. Yeah, <laughs> at these prices. It's yeah, like, hey, but, but I feel you. At these prices, yeah. we don't leave our lights on either. Yeah, he's not trying to be funny. It's just his personality. Right. So, back to the house. We now, of course, we've got Leatherface. We've got the dad, which is the guy running the gas station. We've got the grandpa, who was the seemingly dead person upstairs, and the hitchhiker. Yes, because this hitchhiker is part of this clan. Yeah. And he gets in trouble. He does. Because yeah. it's so like, does Leatherface. Should, yes. Like you do not act like that in public. Yeah. Leatherface did too, because he's like, I was yeah. a good door. You know, like you just yeah. chopped down a good door. Again, these people, this is just their this is their lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. It's obviously wrong, but it's their lifestyle. But it's not wrong to them. No, no. Um, Leatherface has changed his clothes. And by clothes, I mean human skin. Right. Like other humans that have been murdered, he's 
he steals the yes. skin from them and makes suits. Um, and so, yeah, the like I said, the the hitchhiker gets in trouble for what he did at the cemetery. Um, you know, kind of draws all these characters together. Right. Yeah. And, and Sally this is, is where it gets weird. Yeah, they're they're just sitting around the dinner table, and and Sally is just like she's in pure shock, yeah, in pure terror. Um, you know, they're talking up grandpa, like grandpa's the best one, you know, like, nope, nobody could, nobody could kill a man like grandpa. Um, but bef- like when grandpa was introduced, this is, this part seriously made me go, go for because it. it just, oh, it was so disgusting. Like when they introduced grandpa to Sally, they had cut her fingers yeah, and then they're like, here, grandpa, try her, like, try her blood, suck on her yeah. blood. And it's just like, I felt so bad for her because she is bound Mm -hmm. to this chair with her hand sliced and nasty looking grandpa is just sucking the blood off of her fingers. And I'm like, oh, that's disgusting. Uh Uh-huh. And Sally faints. Like, it is so bad. Like, she's, she's had enough shock. And like, grandpa is so disgusting looking that he almost looks like mummified. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's really, really gross. Like, it's bad. Um, yeah. Wakes up the next morning, and Sally's regained her consciousness. You know, the men are still, like, bickering over her, But basically, Grandpa's got to kill her. Yeah. Grandpa, and I really like the camera action here. Yeah. Because it's, like, zooming in on just everything. Like, her eyes are going, yeah. like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah it's a lot on. of tight close-ups. Yeah. Um, she's still bound, but fighting it. Grandpa can't hold on to the hammer well enough to actually get any momentum. Like his, his grip is really weak. So he keeps dropping the hammer while trying to hit her in the head, even hits her in the head at one point by dropping the hammer, but not enough to do anything. She breaks free, busts through another window. Um, now we've got the hitchhiker and Leatherface after her. Thankfully she hits the road at the time a semi's coming by and hitchhiker jumps out in front of like he's chasing her just gets not just run over by the semi but like (laughs) nine of the 18 wheels of this semi like they show his body being ridden over multiple times he's gone yeah um and so leather like she climbs into the truck and like leatherface comes in after like so now the truck driver and sally are trying to run away from leatherface the truck driver grabs a wrench and throws it at him, hits him in the head, Leatherface. When he falls, he drops the chainsaw on his leg, um, cuts his leg up, which buys him enough time because there's another truck coming. Uh, Semi driver just runs off down the road. Like he's yeah. out of here. Like what all five of these kids should have done mm-hmm. <laughs> from the beginning. Uh, but Sally hops in the back of this truck as Leatherface is chasing the truck. Um, and she's just, again, in hysterics and shock. The truck gets away. Leatherface is left. He's doing this, like, victory dance with his chainsaw in the middle of the road. Um, and that's it. Like, the sun comes up, and that's the end of the movie. Um, no character arcs whatsoever. It's just a night of pure terror for these people. And that's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yes. loosely based on the story of Ed Gein, a Wisconsin grave robber, um, murdered a couple people, but 
very loosely based on a character that um, I've read a biography, well, kind of a biography on the guy, like a tale of a story, a real life guy that was robbing graves and making suits out of women's skin and bowls out of their skulls. And at one point, um, the like Wisconsin state police were looking for one of the missing victims. And he happened to be on the search. Com- like he was helping search for her as that. Uh, and so he, uh, he was on the search crew and they, they had asked, you know, like, Oh, wh- you know, where is she? And he admitted, he goes, she's in my barn. She's strung up. Like he, yeah. he was taking these women and stringing them up by their ankles and gutting them. Um, and they're like, oh, Ed, like they didn't believe him. You're, you're right. right. And <laughs> lo and behold, there it was, you know, there he was. And so uh, loosely based on that, but the old Ed Gein story. So that's it. That's that's the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Very curious. Courtney, let's give this a grade. I want to know what you thought. Yes, I really like this movie. Um, I'm going to give it an A just because like even... I don't know. I think it probably did inspire a lot of other things. Like, I don't know if it had anything to do like with in Silence of the Lambs, like how he's Ed, wearing Ed, Ed. It's Silence of the Lambs you know? is another one that's based loosely on the Ed Gein story. Yeah, there's it's al- just, there's I also really enjoy yeah, it. there's also a I think it's the late seventies or early eighties movie called Deranged that okay. is a little bit closer to the Ed Gein story. Do you get a chance? Because I know you like like true crime stuff yeah ed gein the ed gein store is just bizarre like bizarre so yeah you'll see some minor similarities between silence of the lambs and texas chainsaw massacre because both of them were inspired by this real life dude um okay yeah so look that up even just read the wikipedia stuff yeah it's 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 a it's a circus for sure so um but yeah, I'm giving it an A just because like even for this being, I mean, an older movie, it's still, I don't know. I really liked all the lighting. I liked just the grossness mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, it's very, um, it felt very almost like documentary. Yeah, it did. It did. So yeah, this one's getting a solid A for me. Yeah, I'm going to go A plus just because of the, just the where it sits in the horror annals, like. Leatherface is one of those monsters. He may not be a Freddy Jason, Michael Myers level, um, but he's still up there. Like there's been multiple sequels, remakes, comic books. Like, you know, this is, this is one that was out early. And again, this movie came out in 1974. It it predates Freddy Jason and Michael Myers. So Texas Chainsaw Massacre was a huge hit um, and continues to, have a very relevant feel like Netflix just came out with one, I think last year. Um, so we're looking at nearly 50 years later, they're still making these movies. Yeah. And I mean, if you think about it, like if you've ever, if you're watching and you've ever been to a haunted house or haunted trail, I mean, this was my mm-hmm. first time seeing this movie, but it is so popular that I've heard about it. Yeah. And it is, it's one of those, like you're walking and you hear a chainsaw start up and everyone's immediately like, ah, Exactly. Yeah, it's, so it it's, is. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's got that effect on you, even if you haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's one of the first horror films that use like power tools, at, you know, as murder weapons. Like, it's just it really set the tone for a lot of what's going on, and it's just brutal. Like, yeah, it's just a brutal film. You know, even though they really don't show a ton of blood on screen, yeah, just the violence in it is brutal. 
Um, what do you got next week? Not really okay. any lessons here. Don't trespass. The end. Uh, <laughs> no, don't buy barbecue from a gas station. Yeah, that too. That too. Um, I'm going to go with um, a cross. It's kind of going to double dip. So That's fine. Um, Christine had suggested this one. Okay. And it's also on my list. Uh-huh. Um, Rosemary's Baby. Ooh, I love that movie. I, of course, have not seen it. I do. But <laughs> definite, yeah, definite gonna... change from what we're watching, yeah. you know, what we have. I really like Rosemary's Baby. Roman Polanski directed. Um, this is good. This is good. I like that one a lot. Who'd you say recommended it? Um, Christine from YouTube. Oh, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. It was one of hers. So I was like, you know what? And when I was looking through the list of everything she had suggested, I was like, well, that's on my list and I've got to pick one. So I will double dip there. Yeah, Rosemary's Baby is is a good one. Um, you know, it, it really is. It's not as, definitely not as brutal. O- almost twice as long. That's another thing. Yeah, it is, yeah, it it's is a, a, it's long a long one. one. But no, it's, it's a good watch. Rosemary's Baby is a, is a great film. So, all right. Well, we will be back next week to watch Rosemary's Baby. Social media, you guys can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We do have a Letterboxd list going on, so you can give us a follow on Letterboxd. Well, once one of us gets some time, we'll, uh, and by one of us, I mean me, um, <laughs> I'll hop in and actually like provide some links and uh, our grades on the films so that you, I need to do it soon before it really piles up to where I can't even keep up. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we will be back for sure next week with Rosemary's Baby uh, and for another episode of Education. I'm Mike. And I'm Courtney. We'll see you guys then. Bye.